All right. Good morning, everybody. Nikki Burnett here, Taste Life Nutrition Radio, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com, where we have some really super interesting topics, um, topics of conversation, people who want to join us, who are here to serve, to give, to love, to do all of the things um, to help us you know, grow and and live this amazing life that we have. And so today we have on Andy Muncy, who is this is a, this is a conversation. I'm going to stop here and tell you if you have a daughter. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. If you have a daughter or you are of still age where you're menstruating, I want you to pay attention to this. I want you to go right now and get your friends and get your family and get your kids. Mm-hmm. And, and, and pay attention to this because as women, you know, I think we're, we tend to be so in tuned with, with so many things about us. We have this, this innate ability to, to have this, in, the, you know, this intuition, right? I, I truly believe that. But I, there's so many things that we've lost. We've lost how to listen to our bodies. We've lost how to understand what it means, and I mean to a deep level, what it means to understand our cycle. Um, you know, Andy and I were talking about this prior to the show. I talked about it on the intro or, you know, when I was, uh, you know, sort of doing a, the promo for the show. But it, but we, we have a cycle. We do this thing every month that, that so many of us hate, right? But there's a reason for it. It is God-given reason for this. And there's so many things about the intricacies of the entire month that we can listen to and pay attention to and learn from and optimize, right? This can help us optimize our entire life if we're, if we're doing things along with our cycle. Now, I'm saying all of this because I've talked to Andy already. Um, there's still so much about this that I don't know, which is why this is gonna be such an amazing conversation. But I, I, I want to, I hope that we can change this, this this lack of knowledge, this lack of understanding of what it means to have this monthly cycle as a woman. Um, and so, sorry, that was really long, Andy, but thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's such an important conversation. Thank you, Nikki. Thank yes, you. Yes, So before we get started, though, as always, we start the show with gratitude. Uh, gratitude can change the world. I truly believe that. It's big. It's energetic. Um, if we are in gratitude ourselves, it will spread, and that's what we want, and that's what we need, right? So, um, Andy, what are you grateful for today? Well, of course, you, Nikki, I just absolutely love your energy, and I just feel so connected with you and inspired by you, so thank you. But on another level, I live so in tune with my menstrual cycle that I actually have life group, a family life group today, and I said to my pastor, um, like I have these podcast books and um, I thought we'd have to leave. And this is how when you live in flow with your entire cycle, things line up for you and everyone could move it till tomorrow. Um, sorry. And so, so yeah, so I didn't have to like rush out, miss anything. And it, my life flows in my favor because I live so in tune with my body and my intuition. So yes, I'm so grateful to be so connected to myself and thankful for my period. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Um, pay attention to that. Everybody, we have to have a period. 
Okay, I'll stop there because I now need to uh, talk about what I'm grateful for. Um, man, I didn't think about this prior to the show, except, you know, actually, there are, and there's not anything that I'm going to get into right now, but there's some opportunities that I've been working on that I'm really excited about. Um, so I am, I'm grateful for, you know, I'm grateful for opportunities. I'm grateful for a new year. Um, I'm, I'm grateful that things are moving in a direction that I've, I am continuously hoping and praying for. And, uh, it's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Well, maybe it's fun for me to, I was trying to learn, I, gosh, I'm not speaking this well. I, I pray every day that I listen to God's guidance and that I hear it, right? And this is my biggest prayer because so often I, in, in looking back, I've learned this about myself. I do things out of, um, well, out of fear, right? Out of fear of lack, out of fear of whatever the case may be. Um, and I'm trying to be really um, in tune with that's not the way to live life and know that there there is a a plan that I'm here to follow and there are things, you know, I, I talk about this on the show all the time. We all have these big, amazing things to do. Um, you know, we have these God-given gifts and, and if we're living in fear, then we're not living to our fullest. And so this is kind of, you know, my word of the year is trust. And so that's really what I'm trying to embody is trusting, um, trusting the path, trusting God, trusting that I I know how to listen and hear and follow, and I will make mistakes, but um, just whatever comes of all of these things that are starting to kind of, you know, sprinkle around, um, I'm excited for it, and we'll just see what happens. And all of it is an experience. All of it is a learning experience, and that's what helps us all grow. So just trying mm -hmm. to really pay attention to that. So I'm grateful for all of that <laughs> and grateful that you're yeah. here. Yeah, and also God might be um, like putting you in situations of obedience. So, you know, every little step is are you obeying his word for you to keep growing and going to where he wants you to be. So if something didn't work out, uh, you need to really look at what you're meant to learn in that. And maybe it was just obeying God's word and and, and, and that gave you a skill set, you know, that you needed to go to the next step. So I, I absolutely love that. I totally agree. I totally agree. And that's the thing is, you know, while while we're going through the junk, it's not always easy. That's not always hard. It's almost always hard. <laughs> but but that's what that's, you know, that's how how God molds us, right? And it's how we grow. And so that's where that's where I am too is these things that um are like I said are just kind of around here that are potential opportunities. I'm really just trying to sit back and say, "Okay, just show me, you know, which direction that I'm supposed to go and, and if. So, um, and trust, right? Trust, trust my word of the year. Um, good stuff. So, Andy, I'm so excited to jump into this because this is something I gave you plenty of time to get your family and get your kiddos and get your daughters. So, um, if you haven't done it yet, go do it. So, um, I want you to start by just telling us how you got started. What brought you to this point? What excites you? What motivates you? Um, and how you started? I, okay, so I have to say this because it's the cutest thing. Your program's called Alexa. Where's my period? Right? I mean, yes. <laughs> it's just perfect. I just think it's amazing. 
So let's talk about, again, talk about your history and what brought you here, and then we can jump into all of the goodness. Okay, sure. Well, I was totally unconscious in my period because I grew up with a mom whose period was irregular, and so I kind of copied her. I never wrote it down. She never taught me to write it down. It just showed up. I was so oblivious, didn't even understand really that every 28 days that you'd have a period, like you'd know it, but I didn't know it. And then I also remember like, if we want to get into details like this, the when you ovulate, there is a mucus in your undies. I didn't even know any of that. But I was just mm -hmm. lucky that my mom was so confident in, in her body and that she was a natural mom um, where she passed down like you know your period is natural so I did have that like it's a natural part of life that's all I had and so um, get me to when I was 31 I moved to the top of the Philippines um, just imagine a tiny fishing village with beautiful water. I moved there with my husband and it was the first time I didn't have to work or do anything. And so I, the, one of the first books I attracted into my life was by Dr. Leonard Schlein, uh, Sex Time Power. And it was the first time that someone had explained that a woman's menstrual cycle was connected to the moon. And it was the first book that I had come into contact with that had a, had was talking about the menstrual cycle. And I'd spent a period since I was 24, um, addition to, I read so many spiritual books. My first awakening was in Japan by Eckhart Tolle. But when I read this, this was my second spiritual awakening and I could not believe what I was like reading. It hit me in the heart. And I just, from there, did a deep dive. I then kept attracting books into my life. Christine Northrup, Women's Bodies, Women's yes, Minds. so good. Alyssa Giddy. And, um, and it just went deeper and deeper and deeper where I spent a whole year being a diligent scientist where every day I would write out what phase of my cycle I was on what day of my cycle, what the moon was doing, and I would go in and write. I would write how I was feeling. Even if I didn't feel like doing the activity, I would imagine, okay, I've got this energy. What would I be doing right now? I would see where all the creativity was, what foods I would be craving. I just honed in, and I did that for a whole year where I just like really came one, you know, with my mind, body and soul. And so then it just like totally changed my life. I designed my whole life around my cycle. And from there, like I knew I had to share it with the world. And it was like, how do I share this information with the world? Because each and every one of us cycle is unique. And also, I can sit here like I'm so grateful that I have you, Nikki, to share this information and I have the listeners listening in, but it's not until you do the work that you'll understand your own unique cycle and it's going to be different for each and every one of us. So just imagine um, surfing. So I, I want to surf, so I read every book on surfing. I listen to every podcast. I go to masterclasses, but I never actually take the surfboard under my arm like paddle out the back 
and then ride the wave. It, our menstrual cycle is kind of like that. And I like what you said at the beginning, Nikki. You said it's our innate nature. And I believe that every woman has what I'm talking about. They know it just here. They know they know that they when they're in the PMS, they know like the cravings that they have. They they know when they're energetic, but what I do is I really bring it to the surface and I give vocabulary to them. Um, they become a curious detective to really hone in on um, each of their four hormonal changes and what it means to them and their body. And that's why I created the Alexa Where Is My Period 28 Day Challenge, to have a transformational experience um, to get to know who you are on the deepest level. So that's pretty much in a nutshell. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I love I love how excited you are. That just makes me really happy. Um, I have the first question I have. Um, so we know the cycle of the moon, right? It's very predictable. Help me understand how because women we have different cycles at different times, uh, right? Yeah. To, how, how is that connected to the moon when the moon when we all have different timing on our cycles? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we have to go all the way back to the caveman time. So can you imagine what we looked like? Can you imagine having like hairy armpits, like bushy eyebrows? Some people like, still do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've only got the earth, you know, that we're so connected to. And like, you know, we take, take away all our modern conveniences. There's no washing machine. You know, there's no dishwasher, there's no TV, there's no internet, there's no running water. So all we have is, you know, the sun rising and the moon setting. And so women were so connected back then. And remember, we're in tribes. You know, we're in tribes of women. So that, you know, at least that we had that. That's a positive experience. Yeah. Um, so we would, you know, count the number of days from one new moon to the next new moon. And we would see that the cycle from one new moon to the next new moon. And so that's where we start our menstrual phase um, under the new moon. And then they notice that their energy rose under the moon cycle because our hormones are mirror image of the moon cycle. And so then we would go, our energy would rise to the waxing moon. So you can imagine the moonlight is starting to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so the women back then, would they would be like going out to um, into the grounds to um, harvest, you know, the berries and all of that. And they had energy to do that. And then they'll follow the moon and then it's the brightest moon. This is where we are right now. We're under the full moon. You know, the brightest of the moon phase is the most energy. This is when the plants and animals, you know, are so alive. You know, this is this is when it's um, connection time and intimacy time. They knew this, you know, all can, this is when they knew that that's when they were going to have a baby, you know. And then we go into the waning moon. So the moon starts to decrease in, start, in light. And so then, you know, that's into our, you know, PMS. That's when they need to like retreat and gather their energy. And possibly like, you know, their dreams and their visions might've became more alive then. And then we start the cycle again, the new moon comes. Then it's the waxing moon. But today, you know, we, we, we live in the modern in modern times. So women, you know, don't follow the new, the natural moon cycle, and that's okay. That's okay. It's just as long as you have a healthy moon um, menstrual cycle that's regular, 
and um, there's actually different meanings um, uh, depending upon which moon phase you fall on. So I'm, I fell under the full moon this time. Um, I've actually changed, I was a lot under the waning moon. It's really interesting to see which moon phase you fall under, that you have your period and what's happening in your life. And so I've been in this waning, I've been really retreating and probably working on myself and probably getting ready to like shine my light into the world with this work because now I'm in the full moon phase. And so this is the wise woman, you know, the wise woman that actually can go and teach her sisterhood, like um, depart like her knowledge and her wisdom and rise other sisters up. So it's, it's very, very interesting to see the connection between the moon phases. So fascinating. So one of the things you said was during the luteal phase, you dream more? Is that what you said? Is that what I heard you say? Yeah, well, you should really like take a journal and really see where your dreams are because your hormones are directing every behavior and action and emotion. And it's really interesting. Guys, this is the least amount of sleep I need. And so I can wake up early, I can go to bed later, and I'm in my logical brain here, my most masculine side of um, the whole entire cycle. And so when I move here into ovulation, this is where my testosterone and my estrogen peaks. And it's very interesting to see what kind of dreams could be coming up. And it could be around intimacy as well, because this is where your egg wants to get fertilized. And then I go into my luteal phase where my progesterone rises, my estrogen and my testosterone has dropped. And when I have a lot of alone time, this is where I can connect directly to God, to my creative ideas, to my intuition. This for me is my prominent phase for downloads. But remember, ovulation time could be the time for you. Um, you could, it, I don't know what it is for you. I'm yeah. just saying what it is yeah. for me. But yeah. yeah, this is and another powerful time is our menstrual phase. So I learned from Christine Northrup, uh, Women's Body, Women's Wisdom, is when we get here in our follicular and ovulation phase, this is where we're more in our logical brain. So we're getting things done. I said before, the masculine energy, we can just go get it, like just keep going. And then when we get into these two, you know, cycles here, we go more into that intuition into the wisdom into talking directly to god so if you're ever having trouble with meditating um think about where you are in your cycle because like for me i know when i'm in this phase it's harder for me yep. to connect yeah i'm just like i'm ready to yep. go let's yeah, yeah. go <laughs> yeah i want to be out in the world i want to be doing mm -hmm. things i don't want to sit still <laughs> yeah so yeah. Well, and so how empowering is it to understand based on your own specific cycle when and why and how and where to do things? Do you know what I mean? I mean, it, you can know, and I, this is part in, in, in your bio, but we can understand when to network, when to work out, when to work, like you said, work on ourselves to stay in, and one of the things I said in the promo also, and this is something that I learned um, years ago from another person who was pretty, who's really in tune with uh, the cycle, 
but it's like seasons, right? These yes. are these are like seasons. It's it's an understanding your cycle based on spring, right? Mm -hmm. You're growing, and then you've got summer, and then you've got fall, and things start to just like with the moon, right? It's all yeah. very synonymous, but it makes sense. We have our seasons, and we have our seasons. Um, that can help us know how to best utilize what we need at that time, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's fascinating, and I wish I had known this, well, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't things that yeah. are taught, These are, you know, anymore, and I'm, which is why I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing. Um, I was clueless, and I, another thing that, you know, maybe we can get into this a little bit, we have we have a situation and so much of it's based on the toxins in our environment right you know we've talked about this a lot um but we have what are called xenoestrogens xenoestrogens are estrogen mimickers and so they get into the body and they bind to our estrogen receptor sites as men and women they bind more tightly to our estrogen receptor sites than they do to than, than our natural estrogen does so then what happens we have these chemicals and these hormones and everything is just throwing everything off. And so there are, I've had clients who have told me stories of being taken to the emergency department because they're, they're in so much pain that, that they have to go to the emergency department. And that's just heartbreaking to me. And this is a normal thing. I mean, it's normal, right? It's absolutely not normal. But we we don't have an understanding of our cycle to realize that these these intense hormonal fluctuations and hormonal dysregulation is not normal and needs to be addressed, right? Yes, for sure. Um, and so, yeah, so not only is the toxic in our environment, it's our diet, you know, and I'm sure you, you have, you know, you're um, helping so many women, especially with the nutrition side to heal the gut um, and possibly coming off birth control as well. Are you finding that, that they're, they're having problems because they've been on birth control for so long and then they need to heal the gut that way before yeah. they possibly have a healthy menstrual cycle or if they go on the fertility journey? Yeah. What, what are you finding there? Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting because I've, I'm encountering women, especially recently, I don't know why, but with chronic yeast infections, uh, chronic um, uh, urinary uh, urinary tract infections and so much of this can be due to these hormones that we're taking and the fact that we're on them for years and years and years these and their chemical hormones these are so problematic um, you know it's it's there there are other choices and the fact that so many of them now and doctors will tell you this all day long you don't need your period let's take this particular pill or IUD or whatever it is and so you don't have a period mm. so yeah go ahead because I'd love for you to yeah, get that because I have my own opinions so, I'm like no <laughs> it is it's so heartbreaking and to and to because we've come to such a modern age of living where everything is going so so fast and the quickest fix is just to take a pill and um, the medical industry yes they're helpful for so many things but in a lot of cases it's just take the pill and let's forget about it and it's such a short-term fix we need to be thinking about the long-term consequences 
especially when we're living in a culture at the moment where we're giving it to our 13 year old daughters to take the birth control pill because of acne and for um, irregular periods. When, our, when their ovaries are just starting to talk to the brain and why isn't doctors using this approach to really get them to go on a program to understand their body as their four hormonal changes happen every single month instead of just popping the pill at the first instance and then it's such a holistic approach to these young teenage girls um and i'm really talking about um you know they're going on the pill for for the acne for the irregular periods for problems with their menstrual cycle when we really need to take a holistic approach of what's been happening in their family life where's their dad because their dad is their number one protector who is a direct line to their inner femininity. And so we need to be looking at their, their upbringing, what's happening in their family life, their stresses at school um, and in their family life. And then their diet. Um, the diet is such a huge thing to the brain, which you can talk on so well. But then it comes to this. This is the missing link to everything because our body wants to produce a baby every single month and it's going to give you the same patterns every single month that you can really hone in. Like I know when my hormone drops on what day it drops, it drops the same day every single month and what I need to do to recover from that dropping hormones before I go crazy (laughs) and how I communicate that to my husband so he is well aware of what I need just to to navigate my hormonal drop and to get through it so I don't hurt him and I don't hurt my six-year-old son in the meantime because I'm not perfect and um but it's the but um it's also changing our, our vocabulary because i truly believe that when we're in our pms phase it's that link to our wisdom to the downloads that it's our pms truth bombs what's happening in your environment that you need to relook at what's not working in your environment because you think that you can just gun ho just go 20 20- seven and don't change and just keep going but 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 our hormones are telling us no it might be just as simple as you might not have to change anything big it might just be like slow down if you don't have this time out to reconnect Mm -hmm. to your inner self to your wisdom to your intuition then you know all hell is going to break loose you know and so, and we have to be doing the work in every single phase to be able to have a whole smooth cycle. So I have no pain. Yes, I do have my PMS truth bombs that come up and my anger and my anxiety, but because I'm honing into every single phase, my life just rolls naturally and in flow and, and just healthy, healthy. And we've got to also remember that our period is our health report card that's what we're forgetting it's just like our blood temperature sorry blood body temperature um our blood pressure our breathing our heart rate we got to remember that our menstrual cycle is telling us that we're healthy physically emotionally um spiritually like we have to really remember that how important it is it's so it's so important (laughs) I, I think uh, there's so many nuggets to take away from our conversation, but 
but really taking to heart that the fact that we have the ability, which is not a good thing, to take away our period, what is that doing to our body, right? Our period is there, it's, it, it's a cleanse, and you said it's, it's, a, it's a health check, and it is a way, it's the way the body is supposed to function, and when we take away this functioning, I don't know what it is that has brought us to this place where we're like, okay, so I have an appendix, I don't need it. Sometimes we gotta get rid of it, I get it. But first, you gotta get rid of your appendix. Um, I have tonsils, I don't need my tonsils. I have a thyroid, I don't need my thyroid. I have a gallbladder, I don't need my gall gallbladder. We have this thing where it's not about understanding the why, it's about just taking it away. It's cutting it out, it's stopping it in its tracks. And mm -hmm. this, is, this is a human thing. This is not, I don't care what you believe, but we are made very, uh, very, what's, there's a word I'm looking for, but intentionally. Everything mm -hmm. about who we are, what we are, where we are, why we are, everything is very intentional. And mm -hmm. to think that some little thing happens and we, we should just take it away, to me is problematic. It is, it is, um, you know, I don't know, the body's just not made that way. And it, it's heartbreaking when I see this. Um, you know, a little off topic, but I said the gallbladder a few minutes ago. I think if, if, it's, if this is still correct, the gallbladder is the number one surgery period. Just like, really? like yeah, people get their gallbladder taken out all the time. And what that is going to impact every part of our health going into the future. We're like, ah, not a big deal. We don't need it. We need it for digestion. We need it for cholesterol production. We need it for, for, for uh, fat metabolism. I mean, we can go on and on and on about what we need our, our gallbladder for. But because we have a little pain, I mean, it's it's not okay. It hurts. I I get it. But we don't understand the root cause of dysfunction. We don't understand the root cause of menstrual dysfunction, of gallbladder dysfunction. That's what this is all about. We have to understand the root cause of why all of these things happening. And when it's not happening properly, let's figure out why and address it and do our best to fix it instead of just stopping it or removing it. Anyway, it's a soapbox, and sorry. Another thing that's very interesting that that I really believe is that mind-body connection. And so with all the yeah. women that are coming up with PCOS, endometriosis, PMDD, yeah. yes, there could be a, a multiple of reasons why, but let's look at what our menstrual cycle is. It's our direct connection to our natural femininity. So where are you disowning that and where are you not accepting you know, being connected to your womb center. Mm -hmm. And I, I had a, 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 lay, a client that did the electrorhythmic period 20 day, day challenge. And she was a firstborn um, from an Indian family. Her father was very like um, heavy on her doing well, studying well. She had PCOS all through her teenage years into her twenties. And she actually did a psychology major and her, um, Professor at the time said, it's not until you accept your femininity that you will get rid of your PCOS. And she always remembered that. Anyway, her life took a turn and she did um, a PhD and her master's in actually interviewing women to find out, you know, uh, about PCOS and their, their problems. And so um, from that, she softened academically 
Um, and then she did my challenge and she just, she then connected all the dots that it was her drive for the masculine um, and to be an entire achiever, which came from her father and from her culture. And I think she was also the first one maybe. She just had that, and that once she softened and accepted the flow of her entire cycle, that her PCOS symptoms really calmed down. It was, it was so fascinating to watch you know, as she as she went around her entire cycle and connected every day to her body and what her body was telling her. Yeah, so, yeah. It is fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating because, because we are, everything about us is so beautifully connected. Our mind, our spirit, our, our physical body is so connected. And, you know, if we, if we look at the physical and we look at PCOS, what we see typically is we've got elevated glucose levels, we've got elevated testosterone, right? So this, this goes along with just what you're saying about the masculine. So our, our, our testosterone is elevated, and so we then have these physical symptoms because we have testosterone, whether it's you know excess hair or the pimples or you, know, you name it. But if we're not addressing the the, the mental, the emotional, as well as the physical, right? Because what's what really what is it? It's, is it's the chicken or the egg, and how do you really know what what mm. what comes first? Um, and so probably for her, like you said, it just came from that super masculine, and then the body, the body just goes with it, <laughs> right? Manifests it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so I love that, and, and I love this. I have um, a friend of mine who, I mean, this was just yesterday, she called me, and she's like, I'm having these issues and these symptoms, and my cycle is crazy, and the weight gain, and so I have tagged her <laughs> on this. I'm like, I need you to do this. I need you to do this um, this 28-day challenge. So I'm hoping that she well, will. But. Can I talk about the weight gain? Yeah. Um, so yeah. let's look at diet. So, you know, listeners, what, what diet have you tried out there? What have we got? Kato, oh my vegan, gosh. So many. <laughs> so many diets. Well, women, it's all connected to your cycle. Do a cycle diet because your hormones want you to eat differently at the four different hormonal changes. So like Nikki was explaining, we go through the seasons. So menstrual is winter. So Nikki, tell me some of your favorite warming, comforting foods in winter. Yes, bone broth. Bone broth yep. and soup Very good. and you know the warm any yeah any kind of soup and warmness yes. Very good, very good. Now we're going to go into our follicular phase, and so this is springtime. Our estrogen mm-hmm. and our testosterone are on the rise. So tell me some spring uh, food ideas or what you love to eat in springtime. You start to eat berries and and you know some. Sort of that in be it's really it really is sort of that in between the warm food and and the cool food. But the berries, if you can start to eat some of the lettuces, you know, some salads, things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're eating with. Okay, the so let's just look at that. Let let us just look at that lettucing and just say like, would you feel nourished? And it's so cold in winter. 
eating lettuce in your menstrual phase? Do you think your body needs lettuce when it's working overtime internally? No. No. Mm -mm. No. Okay. So then we go to summertime. So um, estrogen and testosterone peaks. So tell me some foods this summer. Yeah. I mean, lots of vegetables, fruit. um, You know, I mean, we all... Yeah. I mean, it's just the cooling um, nutrient-dense foods. So less warm, more cooling. Yep. Cool. And then we're going to go into our fall and so our progesterone is starting to rise our estrogen and testosterone drops so now we're coming back it's getting colder so what do you love then in fall so i see like the heavier more carby vegetables you know your winter squashes sweet potatoes things like that yeah very good so that's how what i do i change the foods i eat according to where i am in my cycle and so um, in my follicular phase, like from especially from days five to nine, my stomach shrinks, my appetite shrinks. I'm probably at the my less weight, and so I really have to be careful with what foods I eat. It's funny. My husband said to me today, "Oh, we put some pasta in the cupboard. Why don't we have that?" And I was just like. No, I'm going to be sick if I eat pasta here in my follicular phase. I can't stomach that. But come to my luteal phase, when it's day 17 of my cycle, my body is working overtime. My um, my progesterone drops big time and I need more calories. This is where my emotions are. This is where my memories go back to my mum. My mum's cooking. I'm in for spaghetti bolognese, lasagna, mashed potato, um, anything stodgy. I cannot, um, here in my follicular and ovulation phases, I eat a lot of chicken. Um, and rice Asian meals. I okay. cannot eat an Asian meal here in my luteal phase. If I did, or if I ate a salad, I am looking for food. I am just mm-hmm. like scourging. Like, yes. And then my emotions are way out of whack. I'm up here in the air. I'm not grounded. And so this is where all my work has to be done. And so when I get to my menstrual phase, I've done all the work. I still eat meat because I'm menstruating, but it doesn't have to be as, I don't, I can't eat pasta again. Um, I eat a lot of bread here in my luteal phase. I can't really eat that. It's back to that Asian beef and rice or the bone broth soup is excellent. Um, That's that. And so here in my follicular, I can't eat red meat. That is way too heavy for my body there. I can eat a lot of, I can eat fish in this phase, but fish in this phase, doesn't work for yeah. me in my body. Yeah. So that's where you have to really look at your hormonal changes, see when they change, what days of your cycle, and really hone into the different foods. That is how a diet works for women on a cycle. And the same with exercise. We don't wake up and it's a Monday morning and go, I'm gonna do a 5K run because it's Monday. No. Mm-hmm. You go, yeah. where am I in my cycle? Yeah. What is my body telling me today? And, you know, if I'm here with my luteal phase coming up to my menstrual phase, I'm not going to go do a 5K run. Right. Our bodies aren't designed to be like a man who had testosterone that can go 24-7 and is meant 
he's built to build the world and do all the the jobs that women don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. We operate in a cycle and yeah. we need to really know where we are in our cycle, what day of our cycle is, what hormone, uh, hormonal phase we're in and what does that mean for me and my body. So if you're in our follicular phase, it's spring. So this is high intensity. This is where you can push yourself if you want to do any high intensity, you know, and then, you know, and then when you get around to this side of your cycle, this is where you're dropping it to do like more gentle walking, to do more yoga, to do more core strength. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to really see what works for you and your body because it is unique. But your hormones are directing every behavior, action, emotion, reaction. And do you want to be in charge of it or do you want the program running you? Right. Because that's where you're going to end up sick because you're not listening to your own body. So it's very, very interesting. <laughs> it is so interesting. And that, that's one of the things that, that you know, as you're, you're, you're talking, some, one of the things that I say a lot is that we have forgotten how to listen to our bodies. Um, so yeah. we, it's, it's, you know, from as simple as we have a headache, go take some Advil, to okay, now I have a bellyache or my, my PMS symptoms are outrageous, right? These are all these are all symptoms. You know, a joint pain is a symptom. A headache, a brain fog, uh, you know, all the way down to obviously chronic disease. These are all symptoms or a you know collection of symptoms. And instead of just trying to cover them up, which is often what we're doing, really asking why. Mm. Always ask why. And if you don't know why. Find the people who can, who you trust, who are going to help you answer the questions why, and dig. That's what I do. Is I dig, and that's what I want to do. Is I want to dig to understand and want to learn. But that's also the way that I'm made. So how I'm built is why, why, why. I have a friend of mine. <laughs> I love her to pieces. But that's one of the things that she would say all the time. Is it's like the five year old, and you just why, 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 but never stop asking why. It's it really is what can help us to understand the body understand what we need and then of course when it comes to our menstrual cycle which really is so beautiful i mean yes it can be a pain there are things about it that are you know kind of sucky but <laughs> it is what it but is you're gonna use that to your advantage yes and you have to just yes. tell your life to yeah. your superpowers each phase they're telling you how to yes. act they're telling yes. you how to behave and you can mm-hmm. design your life around every hormonal change so so fascinating and what we have to remember too is and and i don't i don't i don't want to assume that you don't know this i know you know this but um you know hormones are communicators that's their job is to communicate they communicate with cells they communicate with our brain they tell you know we have we have our sex hormones we have all of these other hormones and they are communicating a direction and and what we need and we just need to take the time to learn and to listen. And that's when this is a, a great start to that because once we can learn to listen to our bodies during our cycle, I think it can, well, I know that it can impact so many different parts of our lives and maybe even, hopefully even, make some things a lot easier that, that sometimes are just really hard. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And like uh, I'm sure most of your listeners out there, um, you know, don't maybe they don't have a problem with their cycle and it's like the dentist. 
you know, we just go to the dentist when we have a problem. And so they think they don't have a problem. But I want to say, like, you want to maintain, you know, your cycle like your teeth and you want to delve, like, dive deep. You know, we have our cycle over 300 to 500 times, you know, in a lifetime. And, you know, we can really, you know, get in control of this and, yeah, just just be connected, yeah. you know, as one and just flow with life. Yeah, yeah, so agree. Um, let's see. So... So many things that we've talked about. Oh, can um, I go over the um, birth control pill? Yes. Oh my gosh, please. Yeah. So, so obviously, our body wants to make a baby. We all know that, um, and that's why we have our certain hormones going through. Because that that's that's its mission. That's the program. Just make a baby every month. Oh, you didn't do it. Just make it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Make it again. <laughs> and so yeah. So we take the hormonal birth control because. You know, we don't want to have a baby. So what happens there is because we don't want to have a baby, we don't ovulate, of course, because we don't want a baby. We don't want the egg to get fertilized. So what are we missing out naturally because we're getting a drug that's going to take that away from us? We're missing out of natural libido, natural wanting to connect with others, serve others, this is when we look our most attractive. When you look in the mirror, you just have the clearest skin, your hair shines, you feel good on the inside and you are just shining so brightly. And this is the best time to have good conversations with people. Leave it. This is what we have to learn with our cycle. There's some things that we need to take a breath and go, when is the best time to do this? It's not about always going, I'm doing it today, doing this today, I'm going this for this. It's about where am I in my cycle and when's the best time going to be to do it. So a good time to have um, conversations because your communication levels are at the highest. Um, we don't have our natural follicular phase, which is the rise of estrogen and testosterone. This is where we want to be out in the world. This is where we have passion for life. This is where we can get anything done. We can work the extra mile. We can really focus on our goals. We can get our to-do list out. We have clarity of mind. And um, this is good to work on complex tasks. And like I said, get anything that you need done, get it done here. Then we don't have our menstrual phase, which is that time that we can be really connected to God and to receive those downloads. Um, you know, women think that they're having a real period when they're on con contraceptive pill, but it's not. It's a withdrawal bleed. It's actually a withdrawal of hormones that make it look like they're having a period, but it's just this mucus coming out of the uterus. It's not a real period. And so I think they've designed it so well because psychologically, if you're on the birth control pill, you think you're having a real period and you go, okay, it's time to go back and I'll take my pills, and I had my period, but it's not, you're not having a real period. And then, so you're stuck here in your luteal phase. So think of it, you're stuck 24 seven in the fall. So when it's fall, so you're cold all the time. Um, but think about PMS, what, what's that? Um, what's happening there? The body has the egg lined in the uterus. It's waiting to get fertilized. It thinks it's gonna get fertilized. So it's gonna do everything to protect that egg. So it's gonna like 
punch on I and like I'm protecting this egg and I'm gonna get ir irritable and angry and I'm gonna be anxious and then I'm gonna be sensitive and I'm gonna be vulnerable because I'm protecting my egg. This is where you are 24-7 in your lose your face, in your PMS face when you're on birth control. I'm not judging you, I'm only providing information. Do a deep dive with um, Dr. Jolene Brighton and Dr. Sarah Keel. It's so fascinating to really do more research into this field. So imagine living in a country where you're just stuck in fall. So that's, all, that's it, 24-7. There's no summer holidays. There's no experiencing a difference, you know, the springtime, the wintertime, you're just stuck. And now let's think about the men that you're attracting. But let's say you're a single lady, so you're just attracting the fall type of guy. What does that mean? It means like you're in your the feminine type of guy, the soy type, the soy man. So, you know, where's these hot summer men? No, you're, you're drugged. You're in a program now that's drugging your brain to think and operate in a different way. And so that's very interesting. Really do a deep dive in that because when you're on the pill, you're attracted to more feminine men. And when you come off it to have a baby, you may find that you're not attracted to your husband anymore because you were on a pill that was marking your natural hormones. Um, and then it's also about the survival of the baby. So you're better off, you know, being off the pill when you attract your husband to have the best survival of the, the fittest of the baby. Because when you attract someone when you're on birth control, um, I think your genes are like the same. They're too similar. And it's it's not like the survival of the fittest. So uh, it's so interesting. So I just encourage you to do your own research with those two ladies. It's very, very fascinating. So Jolene Brighton and, and who? Uh, Dr. Sarah Hill. Sarah, spell the last name for me. H-I-L-L. Hill, okay, got it. Um, yeah, that's super fascinating. I have I have a story that goes right along with this that I I didn't realize. It, it's so beautiful. The, the the kind of going back to the first of our conversation, the things that we live through that allow us to learn and to grow, but then to share. And so this is exactly what happened to me. Is I started uh, dating my husband now, and of course we were at that place where you know we we were you know. We didn't want to have kids. And so I, he, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do. So I went and I got on the pill. So we had a good amount of time together not on the pill. I went and got on the pill. And so my husband is freaking funny. He's a funny dude. He is silly. He always makes me laugh and all, at least makes me smile. So I get on the pill and I remember driving up into the driveway one time and I went, is this what I want? It's just not very funny. And I was, it, 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 it literally, I'm so grateful that at this point I was starting to really dig into health and wellness and starting to learn myself and had the thought that something's wrong because this is not normal. Something mm -hmm. is weird. And so I, I, I literally had that thought, I went, it has to be the pill. It took me a little bit to kind of figure it out, but it has to be the pill. Got off the pill, everything was back to normal. Gives me chills to think wow. about. And so it's it's this fascinating 
it was an experience that I had, but taking it back, what I found, what you just said, so amazing is being stuck in that luteal phase and attracting like, um, you know, what if, what if a, a, a large portion of our divorces could be, yes, yes, could be yes. mitigated, could not happen, whatever you want to call it. If we were yeah. not on the pill when we got together, because then we realized that this is, this is not the person for us. Like you said, our brains are drugged. I mean, it, it's amazing to think of. This stuff is not okay, and we're putting our kids on it. We're changing our the personality of our children, the thoughts of our children, the thoughts of ourselves. Everything changes. Yes. Yes. Amazing. amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you hit it nail. You hit it. Like it's very interesting to see if more studies need to be done on the birth control pill and the divorce rates for sure. And remember, this is all unconscious as well. Yeah. Yeah. And we are programmed also on a biological level. Females and males are different. We have different purposes, and there's different programs running us we are so unconscious to it and so the, the like you said the pill is masking all of that and when you come off it then that's when problems start and and you just don't know that like um you just we're just so unconscious to it that's that's all i'm trying to say yeah yeah just so yeah. unconscious to it well what you're doing and the message that you're spreading is so important um and and i just it's just it just pisses me off <laughs> that, that, that 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 we have pushed this drug and I've been on it too I mean anyway that we and I started it when I was young mm. um, but you know there's a point to where we just didn't know we know enough now to know how devastating the pill is and can be and we're still on it and we're still putting our children on it so mm. uh, we we just we've got to you know keep keep spreading your message um so talk about the 28 day challenge i want you to talk about that because we're we're we only got a few minutes left yeah sure <laughs> so when you do my 28 day challenge and say alexa where is my period it is so intentional you're saying that every day for 28 days and so you put on like this curious detective hat and you know you start out but as you build and build and build you start honing in on every area of your life on every aspect of your body you start noticing the littlest things you know i i had this one girl that did it and um she probably had pmdd she was living in china at the time and she was in this tiny apartment she did my challenge and she was just like Ah, ah, after six days, I get it, I get it. My body's telling me not to stop drinking Coca-Cola. My body is telling me to go out and start walking. And um, so she always, when she got to the PMS, had like the darkest depression. And from doing the work in all these phases and starting to listen for the first time, that phase, that cycle for her was so like, you know, subdued for her compared to what it usually is that she was finally listening to everything that her body was telling her to do and where she should direct her energy and her creativity and yeah it was just 
amazing to watch the transformation. So good. And now she's like moved out of China. She's lost so much weight. You know, she's really connected with that natural part of her femininity. So amazing, yeah, amazing, amazing transformational experience. Yeah, I love it so much. Um, tell people where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn under Andy Munsey. So yes, I'm here. Let's have a chat. Let's have a conversation, and let's just dive deep. Yeah, yeah. And and I hope I really hope that everybody takes this to heart, um, especially especially you moms, especially you kids. Um, sorry, I mean, I call everybody kids. So it's just, I, I might be with my, you know, 40 year old, 50 year old friends and I'm calling them kids. So no offense to anybody out there, but, um, but, but it's, it is, it's something to really be aware of and to take the time to really dig in. The best things that we can do are to understand our bodies understand their needs I mean that's what I love about about when I practice and just like you were saying you see the light bulbs you go go off you're like I get it I get it now and and what a gift it is to understand your body because we have to live in it uh, and I'm still learning I'm learning about my body all the time and I want to live in it but I know that when I when I understand what it's trying to tell me that I have the ability to continue to do the things that I'm put here to do. And I got a lot of work to do. And we all have a lot of work to do. So I'm super grateful for what you're doing. Um, her, all, of, all of her information, of course, is going to be in the show notes. Find her. Share this show. This is a show. I mean, I always want shows to be shared, right? It's cool. But <laughs> there, there are some really important messages that need to be shared. Uh, this is certainly one of them. So... Um, yeah, I think that's what we got. So thank you for joining us. So, so grateful. We'll have you on again. I, again, I think this is one of those that, that w needs to be said over and over and over again. Um, for sure. Um, of course, find us every week here, Taste Life Nutrition Radio and podcast streaming live on KUHSDenver.com, uh, on Instagram, on YouTube, on the Facebook pages, and then you'll find us uh, at the Taste Life Nutrition Podcast, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Um, we've got some cool stuff. I've got some new workshops that I've got. I've got a cool detox workshop, another uh, uh, planning for pregnancy workshop. I One of my new favorites is creating your, your specific diet around your genetics. So we can create our diets around our genetics. We can create it around our menstrual cycles. We can, we can really start to integrate all of these things to really optimize our health. And that's what's fun. That's what's fun about what I do is kind of putting, taking all of these pieces and parts and putting together and saying, okay, now you can take this and run. It's, it's so much fun. It's really fun. So, um, tastelifenutrition.com, tastelifenutrition on all of the social media. Reach out. You can fill out a free assessment on the website and I'll reach out to you and we'll chat about it and see what we can do to get you where you want to be. So thanks all of you for being here. And again, Andy, thank you for all that you're doing and for joining me. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks, listeners. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Hang on with me just a second. <laughs>